All right, so this is episode one of Unconventional, a Forceburg Young Adults podcast. Uh, I'm Chelsea Armstrong. And I'm Christian Yeto. Yeah, and we today's episode is titled, We're Not Sinners, We're Saints, uh, which was the title of the sermon that we had last week. Yep, that's correct. Mm. Uh, and it's also part of our first quarter of four, essentially, for this year. Um, if I remember correctly, let me just pull it's up It's I Am Significant. That's the name of the title. Okay. I got you, dude. <laughs> um, so before we get into uh, We're Not Sinners, We're Saints, we're just going to talk about what unconventional is, and more importantly, um, what we as Forsberg Young Adults are planning on doing. So our vision as a group is to raise up a generation of faith-filled daughters and sons marked by his presence and equipped to release his goodness. Um, So that was created by Andrew Hodgson and Laura Hodgson, who are kind of our pseudo-leaders of our group, Uh, them along with Jeff Knight. You may occasionally see them on this podcast, so heads up. And yeah. Um, I also... The main goal for this podcast is to essentially do a recap of what was discussed in our previous sessions. Mm-hmm. So for anybody that uh, can't make it, uh, has something for for them to kind of like listen to and kind of like take in to see what's going on with the young adult life at Forest Brook. Mm-hmm. And just really kind of from what we do learn from these uh, Sunday nights, how do we take that in applied into the real world? Uh, and since we are in that generation, it makes sense to kind of have a run in the show. Mm-hmm. All right. So why unconventional? I believe it's because we want to stand out, right? Um, we want to be uh, the type of Christians that... Well, yeah, the word says it all. Like we, we want to be unconventional and against the grain, and we want to become that light for for people. We want to be able to pour into uh, our, 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 our social love. We want to be able to pour into our social circles and to kind of um, surround us with other Christians and faith-filled uh, people to kind of grow us and then to grow them. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely it for sure. Um, and also uh, unconventional is, you know, not fitting into the norm of what is usually expected. And I think especially as we are emerging out of kind of this old mindset and understanding of what it means to kind of live in Christ and to discover your identity in Christ, uh, we really are beginning to live uh, spirit-filled lives that don't fit into the norm of, you know, the old old way of thinking. Yeah, or... yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of saying that. Okay. Um. So I am significant, which is this quarter theme, was chosen because this first quarter is about understanding and changing the mindset of we're not sinners, we are saints, which is you know episode one's title. Yep. And just kind of the, this idea that we are wearing crowns, we are royalty, we are heirs to the kingdom of heaven, and we are called to do kind of royal duties in the land, if you will. Yeah, uh, and it's also to kind of call out the glory within other people and to recognize the glory that we carry. 
Um, one of the things that we did talk about last session was um, if we are faith-filled and full of glory and we're royalty, why are so many of us living in sin? And one thing that Andrew did say was that the way he phrased it was he essentially said we need to upgrade our thinking towards um, our nature as saints and not sinners. Mm -hmm. Because if we dwelled on our sins, then that's how we kind of portray ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of goes with the one uh, this idea of where we put our attention, right? And the fact that so often we tend to put our attention on our sins. And so because where our attention is, that's where our spirit is going to go. And so if we're focusing on our sins and we're paying attention to them, then our spirit is going to be focused on the sins and paying attention to them. And so we're going to be stuck in this repetitive cycle of which we just keep sinning because we just keep focusing on that. But when you shift your attention and your focus to that of the spirit, your spirit begins to shift its attention to that of the spirit. And all of a sudden you're now trying to do things that please the spirit and to grow uh, and you will notice that your life begins to change before your very eyes. I certainly did uh, mm -hmm. when I began to really get involved in ministry and really pursue God with an active spirit. I saw myself, I don't want to say evolving. I don't, like, I mean, that's essentially what happened, but just becoming a very different individual than who I had been before. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely like the identity thing because, um, it's like I, I find it interesting that what we were talking about last session kind of um, gave us a practice to call ourselves out whenever we're dwelling on our sins. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I uh, I look at X too much, or I'm doing um, I'm doing this thing a lot, and that makes me like the worst. And it's as much of a faith thing as much of a mental thing as well. Like, it's a mind over matter thing. I feel like with with this practice to kind of go wait a minute I'm not this sinner I am and like it's not my identity is not found in our sin but in our savior mm -hmm. yeah for sure and another you know we're in the recap by the way <laughs> we transitioned into that wonderfully um seamless it's seamless yes <laughs> Seamless indeed. So Andrew had brought up Romans, uh, Romans 5 to 8, and talked about Paul. And one of the things that Paul said was, um, you know, this we're not forever condemned like we think we are. And I think we're very easily able to kind of misread what the Bible is saying, what the people in the Bible are saying, because we tend to view it through our own lens and not through God's. Yep. And so a lot of the time when you read that, you think, oh, Paul thinks we're a sinner. Well, okay, no. He doesn't. He's acknowledging that, yes, we are, but the truth is, is that God doesn't see us that way, so we shouldn't see ourselves that way. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, God doesn't see us as winners. He sees us as... No, sorry. I messed that up. God does not see us as sinners. He sees us as winners. Yep. And, like, another thing um, kind of brought up was... Um, I don't know if you have a note on this, too, but... Um, so what I have is trying to fix our sin by dwelling on it only feeds <laughs> into it and pushes its brand on us. I like the like that I found that I found that kind of imagery really neat to think about because mm -hmm. it's very very like apt to this uh to this current like 
uh, climate of so uh, of our social change and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, feeding off of that is you know it's feeding into the solution and focusing on the solution, not on the actual problem itself. Yeah. Right. That was one of the things I have here. Um, yeah. So key takeaways. I mean, I, we've kind of done a recap, you know, I mean, it really was focused heavily on this identity of who we are and identifying with what Paul says, in which, you know, it's not, you're not viewed as a sinner. Don't view yourself as a sinner. Mm -hmm. And then this idea of attention and where you're putting it is going to cause your spirit to act that way, right? Your spirit responds to your focus. And so where are you putting your focus? And then kind of transitioning into, okay, so now that we're shifting our focus and then that we're acknowledging that we're not sinners, we are saints, where do we go from here? Well, that, that is a very good question because mm -hmm. as we do that, as we continue to change our thinking on it and continue to understand that we are not sinners and, but saints, um, that we should not be dwelling on our sins, that we should be upgrading our thinking towards our nature as saints instead of sinners. Like, a lot of doorways begin open for us, I find, mm -hmm. because it allows uh, your spiritual gifts to shine. It allows you to go, hey, I have the confidence to do, um, let's say, let's, let me give an example for, uh, I guess, Forge Book is like, I, I can be a greeter at the church or I can help with the ushers or i can be part of the worship team the children ministry like every like various ministries within the church yeah i think finding your identity in christ and what you know god has called you to do is a really key thing to how you can help your church and your ministry because you'll have a passion for these kind of things it's what you're drawn oh, yeah. to it's what you're good at uh, and these are not placed on to you simply because you know god was like oh hey here you go have fun it's like no you are designed this way to do this thing exactly and because i have made you this way you're going to carry out and you're going to do it because that that's your identity that's who i've made you to be you find that in me you find that in scripture you find that in your church now go and do it um and that's really kind of i think getting involved in ministry is a stepping stone yeah to really just like learning who you are in christ because it gives you a community who is passionate about the same stuff that you are, who shares those same interests and can help guide you along that path because they're like, oh, we've been doing this for this long. We can kind of show you the ropes, show you how to really get invested in that. Essentially, kind of they'll pour into you. Exactly. And that's what you really need, especially when you are discovering this newly placed crown on your head that you've never seen before. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's essentially like it gives a chance for God to build a God-made lake mm -hmm. in you. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's really cool to think about. I every time I dwell on this understanding of I am significant, you know, that's that's something to take pride in oh, yeah. as well. Of course, you have to be careful that you know you don't become so egocentric and kind of consumed with yourself and self. To the point where it just becomes prideful, yeah, right? right? Like, um, I am significant is just like such a powerful thing too, and it's a big thing that a lot of us struggle with. Mm -hmm. Right? It's it's a self worth thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the best way to be proud of who you are is to do everything in excellence and grace, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's that understanding of I have a crown placed on my head, but despite the fact that I'm an heir to the throne, I am still 
your servant, right? Because a king goes to serve their people. So you are there to serve the people of the church. Mm -hmm. That's what ministry is. That's what um, being involved with it is, is you are serving others. You are using your gifts, your passions, and how you're created to serve and to love others because we are called to be like Jesus and Jesus loves us unconditionally. Therefore, we are also to love unconditionally. Um, And so that's part of this whole discovering your new identity of how significant you are is also the recognition of i am significant and i can do such good work yes right so some good stuff for sure you got anything else (laughs) um i just i guess we'll say that um we'll be putting down the bible verses that were 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 touched on in the previous session in our description Mm -hmm for people to kind of take their time to read through and kind of like try and figure out how to interpret and understand and then maybe talk about with um, with the young adults or with whoever they, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Have a discussion with people that influence them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, question for you. And this goes with this whole idea of takeaways. So for people who are newly discovered in their faith and who are learning who they are in Christ and beginning to recognize this identity and kind of move away from that uh, mentality of I'm a sinner into I am a saint, I am a heir to the throne, I, I'm freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. What, um, I have it in my head and I lost it. Huh. What is something that they can do just to continue practicing that mentality? I would say one of the the big things that would definitely help with that mindset is to kind of surround yourself by faith-filled people um, and have just just be around those people enough um, where they can also start to call out the sainthood in you, the glory in you, and then you can bring that up with, um, with them. You can pour into them as well, because mm-hmm. uh, it's not just that it's not uh, the people that you're surrounding yourself with get uh, gets to just pour into you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have the chance to pour into them, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a very cyclical, cyclical kind of nature to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christianity is as much a social relationship as it is a individual one because you have your one-on-one relationship with God, which is very deep and intimate and fruitful, but you also have all these social relationships of people whose own relationships with God are unique and different compared to yours, and so God will give them something and fulfill them. And so, yeah, oh, I yeah. see where you're coming from. I kind of went on a tangent there. I apologize. But, it's yeah. all right. <laughs> Yeah, so I definitely uh, see where you're coming from. I think that's a really good idea. Um, are there any more practical ways? Um, like definitely find a community who is going to pour into you for sure. Is there anything that they can do as individuals? Um, pray. Mm-hmm. Prayer is a really good way to talk to God and is a good way for God to kind of go, hey, I think you're on the right path or hey, I need to redirect you. Mm-hmm. Right. And just kind of being more perceptive and open to to that kind of prayer mm-hmm. style. Yeah. So have you had a experience where 
you were just kind of this idea of you being an heir to the throne and this the fact that you're not a saint you are a saint has really stuck with you and really kind of pretty great i am pretty awesome thank is there anything in your life that's happened like that well for for me it's not just one moment i find it's more just like a series of things where it's like hey i'm really good at this because god gave this to me Mm -hmm. right and like a big example would be like me with the worship ministry um working up in the sound booth um you are amazingly good at sound yeah like it's (laughs) it's just one of those things and then also um having the calling to be essentially part of the the planning committee of the young adults um and it's slowly starting to outreach into different areas of my life Mm -hmm. um being i it sounds like I'm tuning my own horn, but like I feel like I've gotten a lot better with prayer and praying for other people mm-hmm. because I think having the gift to listen to others mm-hmm. and understand them and like kind of like empathize with them mm-hmm. definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Is like, what about on your end? Because I know you do a lot. <laughs> a lot at the church? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. I'm in young adults, kids, worship, women's. Yeah, I yeah, I do a lot. Um I for me, I would say that my faith personally was relatively stagnant when I was in university. I kind of agree with you there too. Like I, yeah. I find that's a very big thing. Mm-hmm that we kind of all go through. Yeah, it's because it's not to say that it isn't there, like you do still believe, but you're not active in it. You're not pursuing it. It's We're kind of, too it's preoccupied. Just, exactly, it's it's there. Our daily life. Um, and I didn't have a community that was pouring into me, mm-hmm. which is part of the problem, as we have acknowledged. And so when I came back to Forsberg after my, um, my undergrad was finished, my parents, who loved me very much, um, made a comment, or it was, it was like a joke, and they were like, Chelsea, if you're going to live here, you need to be involved in church. And I was like, well, I mean, I was going to do that anyway, but thanks for the heads up. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of encouraged me to really get involved with ministry, and I had wanted to do that anyway, so I joined the worship team and a couple of other things, and I just... One thing being, led to another. Exactly. One thing led to another. Being in those communities, being involved with them, just kind of skyrocketed my faith in that one year. Mm-hmm. And so, and even in this year, as I continue to do so, like I can just feel myself being poured into by these different communities who have such a genuine appreciation and love for myself and for God. And it's so exciting to see them when they talk about the Spirit and to kind of be able to share that and be like, yes, absolutely, and kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it was really just getting involved in ministry and building these new relationships and saying, oh, God's working through you, God's working through me and having them be able to pour into my life. Um, it's just freaking great. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I believe we are coming to the end of our podcast, our first episode. Yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Just, uh, I need to take better notes. (laughs) (laughs) That might be things. So, I mean, it is the first episode. We are, this is a learning curve for us, which is exciting. And, yeah. you know. Should we talk about what the other quarters are going to be for this year? No, we can leave them in suspense. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, make them want it more. Sure, why not? We'll do that. Uh, um, so we'll be back with another session. No, well, no. 
there's going to be another oh, session yes, next no, that's week. True. And then we're going to be doing another recap podcast the following yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still kind of working out the kinks to this whole format. This is new uncharted territory for us, but yeah. we're trying to hope to get a week on week off kind of yeah. deal, mm-hmm. making sure that mm-hmm. we follow up with our sessions with one of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, we're going to have a little bit more information once we have all that set up and we'll yeah. be sharing that with you guys. Um, we have a YouTube channel um, and we're also going to set up something for our audio version of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not always just me, us two either. We are going to have uh, guest speakers come in and join us on these conversations and give their own feedback and their own experiences and stuff and their own contributions to how we continue uh, recognizing how significant we are in Christ and uh, our identity and where we're going and that kind of thing. So it's really exciting and I hope that you will join us for the next episode and we would really love to hear from you. So please give us your feedback. Let us know what you like um what, what you you'd like, like yeah what you'd like to see more of and just overall you know that kind of stuff uh so comment like share do what you gotta do and we will see you here next week <laughs>